Welcome to the MP Motorsport podcast. My name is Gaetan. I'm from Plankhouse Podcast, a Belgian uh, Formula One podcast. I'm here with my colleagues. Uh, Thomas. And Robbo. Okay. Robbo, I will let you introduce our guests today. Uh, we have a Formula 4 and a Formula uh, 3 driver here with us. Uh, Bent and Kas. Now I switched it around, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, tell me something about yourself. You're drivers by day, but by night, who are you? What do you do in your free time? Uh, let's start with uh, Bent. Oh, very good question. So I'm Bent Fiscal from the Netherlands. Uh, I live nearby the city of Almelo, the very big city of Almelo. Um, yeah, in the, so when I'm not racing, I'm basically sim racing at the moment. So uh, most of my day really exists out of racing. Uh, of course, normally I would go to the gym as well, but uh, you know, that's very hard at the moment. So uh, yeah, spending a lot of time working out and sim racing at the moment. Hi, I'm Kas Havekort. Um I live also in, the, in, in Hardenberg. I don't think a lot of people know it, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, I also do some sim racing at home, um, do some exercise, Not, I can't go to the gym, so do it, I just do it at home. Um, yeah, also my whole life is only about racing all the time, so. Alright, and then now during yes this sort of difficult time, is it hard to keep motivated or is it like, alright, I know this, this is coming, I need to stay sharp, focused? Um, yeah, for sure we need to keep on focus it's not very hard because we know it's coming in a few months we can drive again hopefully but it looks like we can drive in a few months again so I think it's not very hard to keep motivated now. Right. For you it's the same I suppose? Or? Well actually it's a little bit refreshing because I didn't do any sim racing before or not much and because mm. of this whole period I've done more sim racing than I've ever done before so yeah, actually yeah. I'm more motivated than ever I guess. Yeah. So. Um, on sim racing then do you feel like it's almost the same as racing or do you still feel like a lot of difference between sim racing and real racing in, in a real car obviously but of course there's no uh, fear or when you crash you can just press a button so it's, it's a bit different of course <laughs> but i mean the racecraft itself i think is is the most important thing to train because it's pretty much the same as long as the internet connection is fine it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, we all know that it's sometimes a bit difficult but uh, yeah apart from that i'm also just enjoying the time with people all over the world just yeah. with the same passion for racing so that's that's a really good thing all right for you the same or uh, yeah pretty much the same while well, you don't have the feeling that you're in a real car but i think also to learn tracks and everything it's pretty a pretty good thing to do yeah and then the difference between for example iRacing and the simulator you have here is there still a big difference as in for example iRacing might be less correct in, in, in how the car handles or something or is there not such a big difference for you uh, well you got the engineer with you when you're like here in the sim so mm -hmm. you learn faster and I think you, you you look more to the small details but I think to to learn the track and everything. I think i racing or something is also a really good mm. game to learn and um, yeah. Cool. Do you um, do sim racing at home or do you exclusively do it here uh, at MP Motorsport? Um, I do it both. Both. Yeah, both. And yeah, both for me. But yeah. the most of the time at the moment is of course at home. At home. Yeah. Is it i racing? Uh, i racing, yes, because it's the easiest platform to race and okay. the most people are online on i racing. So do you play with friends or um, colleague, colleagues of, of like the um, uh, Formula 3? Colleagues, uh, not many of my friends have uh, <laughs> iRacing to be honest. But, uh, and possibly they don't want to race him. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand that. I, yeah. <laughs> then what kind of setup are you using? Is it just a regular off-the-shelf wheel or do you use anything specific? It's very basic for me actually. Service. Very basic, it's a normal Fanatec, not even a direct drive. Okay. Because I don't really think that you should use sim racing at home as really to improve your technique. Mm -hmm. Technique is really in a professional sim like here. Yeah. Yeah. But just for racecraft and having fun, I think that does the job well. Okay. Okay. What's it like to drive a uh, one-seater on track every weekend? Of course, now it's, it's with the quarantine, it's not possible. But um, before that, or maybe in the future, how is it that like? Uh, it's of course the best thing you can do, I guess, in life. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially if you get back to a normal road car and mm -hmm. you just, you know, you press the throttle and 
and it, nothing happens. So yeah. it's, it's 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 really like nothing really compares to a single seater. I think with grip, even if you have a very fast road car, it's still much much slower than the than the actual F3 car. Okay. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it's unlike anything else. Because Gus, you don't yeah. have your driving license because you're not old enough. No, no. How do you think you're gonna do when you are going to go for your <laughs> driver license? Are you gonna be a fast driver, defensive driver? How are you gonna be on the regular road? Um, well, I think I'm just gonna go drifting around the roundabout and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, well, for co of course, for the first time, if you drive on a road car, it's gonna be weird because normally you drive like full throttle all the time and mm -hmm. now you have to watch out for everything. But I think I think after a few lessons, it's gonna be okay. and. Mm. I will, I will adapt to it. Yeah, Ben, how was that for you? Because you, you have your license now, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. So, so the weirdest thing for me was, we also discussed this in the car, actually, on the way through here. Uh, for me, it was strange to not be full throttle. Yeah. So especially just at the traffic light, normally <laughs> you're always full throttle. No <laughs> you're just waiting for the green light at the traffic light? Yes, or? exactly. And then, <laughs> and then it's just like half throttle and I started using the cruise control all the time. Otherwise it's just, yeah. it's, I mean, especially in the beginning for me, I was just speeding way too much. Mm -hmm. Do you drive a manual or an automatic? I prefer to drive a manual actually. Manual? Okay. okay. Because that's maybe something that people don't get because you drive the one series are automatic. Yeah, sequential, sequential mm -hmm. gearbox. So you still have a clutch, but you don't really have to use the clutch yeah, after yeah, you yeah. drive off. Um, but you like manual more than? I definitely do, especially uh, I think when 20 years ago they had the same gearboxes in the race cars mm -hmm. and then they had to heel and toe. I think that's one of the hardest things oh, to do. And I like to do that sometimes, of course, mm -hmm. completely safe, not yeah. on the road, of course, as you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I prefer manual. But do you still get enjoyment out of driving on a regular road? Because yeah, I like I like uh, cruising on, on motorways a lot. Okay. Actually, uh, even when I have to go to England or something, I prefer to go by car. Okay, just because you get that feeling on the road. I think it's just a more relaxed way of traveling compared to airports, especially. Okay, yeah, I can see that. You you have your own car. You can mm. pack as many things as you want because you have your own car, which you you yeah. don't have to go through customs. So you, yeah, you, you yeah. don't. You know, they don't so stretch your complete back all the time. Continuing ab about filling in the car, for you it's, it's going to be very fresh, for you it's been a while. But the first time in a single-seater Formula car, how, how does that feel? Like you're coming straight from karting, you've done some testing in Formula 4 now. How, what, what feeling do you get when you get in the car? Is that the first moment, is it fear or is it like, wow, this machine is going to be amazing? Or how does that feel? Well, I think in in like fast corners, it's first you got not not really fear, but it just feels weird to yeah. go really fast through the corner because you got more grip if you go just faster through the corner. But in the first first I think days, you it, you can't really get the maximum out because it's just so much difference between karting and Formula cars because the downforce is just it feels weird. Yeah, yeah, cool. And how did you experience it? Well, the first lap I spun in the first corner. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's a great beginning. Normally, normally um, in karting, your brakes are very light, so you only have to press it like this much, and you already are full on the brakes. In the single seater, actually, you need to press as hard as you can, and it still won't actually lock up the first moment. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was probably braking at 10% of the maximum, and I was already braking at the point where I should brake. So that didn't go well, so I went in the gravel the first lap. So I guess it was a little bit fearful, but after a couple of laps, it's actually slower than go-karting. It feels like it's much slower than go-karting because the tracks for go-karts are so much smaller. Mm. So everything happens much, much faster. So you have a lot more time to think in a Formula car, which is not always a good thing, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So do you get bored when you're driving and it's like <laughs> long straight, like, oh, come on, where's the corner? Almost there, almost there, not yet. No, right. yeah. We didn't have any team radio, so I think that was a good thing, otherwise we'll be complaining on the radio all the time, I guess. <laughs> Do you talk to yourself while you're driving? I think, yes. Okay. I mean, it's, it's just like every human does, I guess, talking to themselves. Out loud, yeah? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking well, around the room. Do, do you talk to yourself while you're driving? Well, no, I don't feel I don't feel like I'm talking about. I think maybe uh, sometimes. Thinking, yeah. so you're thinking, yeah. thinking yeah. and it's yeah. not like okay, now we have to break. And no, then, but so I, I do think know. Sometimes you say something. Yeah, when I'm karting and I, I try to motivate myself while I'm driving, and sometimes I do it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. When I make a mistake while I'm karting, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? You're stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah. I'm not crazy. I do that while maybe. driving though. Like so shouting at other people. But that, that's maybe <laughs> you're people, more aggressive, yeah. maybe. That might be the case, yes. <laughs> Does that happen to you on track when you shout to other people when they're making a mistake or Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're happy then that you don't have a team radio then? When yeah, well, you have to press the button if you yeah, have okay. to talk. Yeah. I have a team radio, but I have to press the button to yeah. talk, so... So then you don't press the button? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> press like, the button, no. I oh, phone. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Alright. Um, uh, Bent? Yes. No, sorry, Kos. You posted on your Instagram that you, uh, you're starting an F4. You have your own helmet now, your own design. Did you design it yourself? Uh, well, I I did it together with my painter. Mm -hmm. He's also the designer, and we just discussed uh, together what we both like, but also what I like the most, what I want in a helmet. Okay, because I saw on the top of your helmet you have a writing in Chinese or Japanese. In Japanese, Japanese. Yeah. Is it the same? Yeah, well, it, it it means never give up. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. all right. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I saw it. I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask him. Yeah. That because it. it does it, it never give up? Is that something that you've carried with you for um, a long time, or is it? Oh yeah, I think I, I also we also discussed like what what fits on the helmet with Japanese uh, yeah. uh, sentences and everything, and I think I also like the the saying, so that's why we put it on. And also on the on the on the back of my helmet, I also got the the watch in there because I also like watches a lot. So I, and Richard Mill uh, watch. Yeah. I like a lot, so I wanted to put the the watch in there. All right, cool. Yeah. So that's like a sponsor you really like, Richard Mille. Yeah, of I course. I would love if they sponsor me, but, but you know. no. But yeah, of course, I really love the watches. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, not too long ago, we saw some carts here, and uh, we've been told that there is a karting uh, track very close by, like five minutes. Do you guys go karting there from time to time, and do you kart against each other or? This specific track, or any other track? Any other track? Yeah, well, any not. We never raced against each other, but yeah, okay. Um, I go karting. I go after after this. I have to go to the track in uh, Germany, so okay, karting okay. track. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think is gonna win if you if you would do a one v one karting? Cassie's a little bit more fresh at the moment. It's That's been true. a while since I've done <laughs> really competitive karting. He's maybe karting. a little bit uh, smaller than you. Maybe a little bit lighter. No, no, actually, I'm lighter. You're he's lighter, lighter oh, yeah. Actually? I'm taller than him, so. Oh, you're taller than him? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, now you're sitting at him. Exactly. Okay. So, it does that really make a difference in karting? What? Yeah. The weight. The weight, yes. The weight, and also I think, especially in the higher classes, I think if you go um, track with a lot of grip, I think it's better to be smaller because... Center of gravity. Yeah, sorry. It's more, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Physics stuff. Yeah. It makes yeah. it faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things people way smarter than us figured out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. we have an engineer, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have an engineer? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't have an engineer when I'm <laughs> so. Alright. Uh, no, but like, maybe more a question for you then. Like, how does a regular race weekend feel for you? Do you do you live up to that moment? Especially now, probably yeah. But if you're having race weekends, is there sometimes like a moment you say, alright, I'm not feeling it this weekend, or? No, of course. I mean, of course, you're living towards that moment, and mm -hmm. uh, because uh, especially the higher you go, uh, you know, the more serious it gets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there are a lot of things to do before the weekend. So you cannot just say on the weekend itself, okay, I'm not ready yeah. for it because we have had a lot, a lot of time, especially now, to prepare yeah, for all the weekends. Yeah. And that's what we're doing now because once the season starts, we know it's gonna be back to back to back to back probably. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be rough or you're looking forward to it? I'm actually looking forward to it because it's been such a while since I last drove a car mm. as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's different, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And but it's just a shame that, I mean, hopefully Sanford will still be on the calendar, but that's something I would really like to have had at least for this year. Yeah. With the home crowd, but... Uh, yeah, that would be nice, right? Yeah, it happens. Did you already have a drive on the new track, or did you just look at it on photos? Unfortunately not. Actually, okay. I've never really had a proper test at Sanford. Okay. So it's uh, not really a track I've been often, strange right. enough. Well, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's the, no, you have Aston, Aston as well. In yeah, exactly, but yeah. testing in F4, especially when you could test a lot, mm -hmm. was mainly in Spain. Yeah. So I know all very small tracks in Spain which are pretty random, but then 
The Big Dutch track, I don't really know. Okay. Do you, do you have a favorite track? Uh, actually, I I was just talking with Kas about this. I think Assen, the MotoGP track of Assen, mm -hmm. is one of the most underrated tracks, I think, for Formula cars because it's so fast. Okay. Because of the banking, it's just like a Formula 4 gets a Formula 3 car because the grip is just insane, yeah. really. Alright. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, Kas is starting into Formula 4. You've been through Formula 4. Do you have any tips for him or things you can say, like, look out for this or maybe don't do this? Or? Don't uh, spit on your first lap. <laughs> <laughs> well, he already accomplished that. So. Oh, did you yeah. spit on your first lap? Well, no, I'm okay. first lap, but I spun a few times. Ah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think it's normal for everyone. Okay. But uh, I would definitely enjoy testing a lot because that's going to be a lot less once you move up the yeah. categories. Mm -hmm. uh, and apart from that, it's just... F4 is just so natural, it's like go-karting, because there's not a lot of technical media stuff, or you like to. stuff involved. Even F3 is not that big yet, of course, it's much bigger than F4, but you know, it's just racing that you really have to enjoy with those mm -hmm. cars, because there's pretty much no dirty air, yeah. so you can still follow each other without completely going off track. Yeah. So actually it's one of the nicest things to race. And Kass, what are you looking forward most to, to your, actually, Formula adventure right now this year. Um, well, especially the racing. Yeah. I am really looking forward to like a race and have like the fights and everything. So because yeah. now I've only been testing and we should have already had the first race, but we couldn't. But I was really looking forward mm -hmm. to the first race. And any track you're looking forward to uh, particularly? Um, well, I've been test. I've did uh, two test days in Paul Ricard yeah. and I really love the track. So. I was really looking forward also to do that on that, uh, mm. to race on the Paul Ricard. But this one, that that's a track that's dropped right now, right? Paul no, Ricard, I think yet? it stays. Paul ah, Ricard okay. stays. Yeah. For the Formula Four then. Right, yeah, Formula Four. Yeah. Yeah. Different date. Then. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's okay. gonna be on a it's different day, but season, they're gonna. Yeah. yeah okay, okay. 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 Yeah. All right. We are in a big quarantine right now. Um, you guys said you were sim racing a lot. Do you do anything else, um, Bent? I read somewhere that you watch a lot of Netflix. Do I? Uh, you said it yourself in an interview, so... Well, I, I mean, I think the sport documentaries on okay, Netflix. So I don't really watch any series, like the only real Netflix series I watched was Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah. And that's basically it. So it, it, I think it has to be a little bit productive as well. Okay. So, so did you watch the Formula 1? Drive to survive. Of course, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe a question for the both of you. Maybe I'm not sure if you have a lot of experience in it, but the feeling that is portrayed there of the paddock is that is that like it's in real life, or is it very, very much uh, more dramatic in the in the series? Or? Well, I think um, I think the Formula One paddock is of course much different than the F4 mm -hmm. and F3 paddock. They will always stay the same, but of course it's Netflix and it's you know the American editors make it a lot more show than it probably yeah, is yeah, okay. but i think that's a good thing because a lot of new formula one watchers especially in america came because of the netflix series so yeah. actually i think it's a good thing all right and feelings in the paddock do you well you've been to testing do you have like a lot of contact with other drivers or only mostly inside your own box well not really a lot with other drivers no. more with your team and everything and mm. your teammates but not Sometimes I go like a driver who I know. I talk a bit when I see him, but I don't really go to other teams and yeah, everything. Yeah, obviously, no, no. But if you pass each other, you just you just say hi and. Hi, uh, yeah, maybe a small talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depends on the mood, doesn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you just want to race, you might like to say like, "Hey, I won." <laughs> the beginning of the season is always a little bit more friendly than the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because everything is still possible and you don't have actually any rivals or close competitors or something. I think, yes. Right. Do you get to know the new people uh, real, really fast or do you have to take your time to get to know them or their names? On track or? or on track or in the paddock, do you follow the news of people coming in with other teams or? Um, I did follow it a lot, but uh, I have calmed down a bit the news. Okay entry really into my brain because it's in, especially on a race weekend you don't really want to focus that much on other yeah, people yeah, yeah. i think yeah. you just want to go as fast as you possibly can yeah. <laughs> i think that's kind of a good segue to how do you approach a race so let's say it's it's 
Wednesday and you start prepare I suppose you prepare way early way more early than that but like like say it's Wednesday you start leaving for a track maybe I don't know how, how does that go for both of you even in parting you know? uh, let's start with Kassel maybe yeah we well we go there um, for most of the time we go together with the team with mm-hmm. while I was karting and then uh, um, we just preparing the cards helping I was just helping with preparing everything most of the time just doing a track walk, look how the track is, how grippy yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, and what do you do to get in that racing zone, like where you feel like, okay, I'm ready to drive this car, I'm ready to like take it to my to my competitors? Um, I think just be uh, as calm as possible. I just always try to search up, like not search up too many people mm-hmm. and just with the team and not more, I'm not gonna play around or something. I'm just gonna stay and be focused. Right. How about you? Well, of course, there's a track walk. Before that, of course, the simulator stuff, mm-hmm. just to prepare the weekend. I think in Formula cars is much more than karting because in karting you can actually test before the race weekend on the track, which is not possible for us. Sometimes it is, but most of the time not. So simulator, like pre-event briefings, um, it gets a lot more formal, I guess, in Formula cars than it does in karting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and of course, the warm-up I think is important that you have a bit of a routine in the warm-up, yeah. the food you take, the hydration. So what, is, what is your routine? If you, want, if you want to tell, obviously. Well, what's your routine? I mean, you just do your warm-up the way you do it. Sometimes you do it a bit different, but you know, it's, it's pretty much the same all the time. Okay. And then you just drink your bottle of water or whatever it is. And then you get in the car. Of course, you make sure you've been to the toilet already. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. it gets a bit <laughs> yeah. awkward. But, uh, yeah. So there's like this thing going. Well, people say there's Formula drivers who pee in their car. Would you? Would you? Ev- would you ever do it? Like example, you've you've been to the toilet, but you've been drinking a lot because it's been very hot. And let's say midway Formula race, you you really have to go. <laughs> But most of the time when I'm really concentrated, I don't no, even I, feel how... You don't notice. No. Me neither. I, don't, I, don't I even, never feel it. <laughs> I don't even think I would realize that I have to go for it. Okay. Yeah. Because I've, I've heard Formula 1 drivers who just do go in their car. Yeah, I think there's certain F2 and F3 drivers that do as well. Okay. I won't mention any names. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but people have really You've do got it. Yeah. Blackmail. <laughs> Blackmail. <laughs> people have done it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ask the mechanics, they will probably... If you need to go, you need to go, I mean... Definitely. Yeah, okay. But I t- yeah, you don't focus on it. That's not in, in your mind at that moment. Maybe on the grid you think, okay, now I have to go to the toilet, but once the engine is going and you're not yeah. focused on it. But after the race, when you've done the scaling and everything, I think every driver just goes to the toilet as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine, like, just like... All the drivers next to each other just like being and like talking to each other. Yeah, that was a good way. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much actually. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh my god, it's it this awesome. That's so cool. Just awkward silence. Yeah, awkward. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, can you look away? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah, yeah, no. But maybe because the Formula One race is a lot longer yeah, than Formula Two and other Formula classes. Yeah, I mean our race is half an hour. Okay. Which is still respectable, obviously. I mean, half an hour of intense driving is. Like I'm tired of like 30 minutes karting already. So yeah, possibly. That's just because you have a bad physique. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> I mean, ben perfect. Does, before segue. the podcast, Ben said to me, "Is that good for your back, sitting like that?" I was like, "Wow, this guy knows. This guy knows his physique. I'm gonna sit better now." So. But talking about physique, uh, you've gone from Formula Four to Formula Three. Um, in a previous interview we've done with uh, Daniel as Planka's podcast, uh, we've talked about this as well. And he always said you need to prepare for the next category that you're actually driving in. So, do you feel you're ready for it when you make the transition? Um, definitely. But the thing in racing is we cannot really like football players can play with their football all the time. Yeah. We cannot really no, go in our car. Um, and how much you train your neck. Um, of course you need to train it as much as possible but once you're in the car it's always a little bit different it also depends on how your seating position is in the car Um, but i feel prepared to do it but uh, i think everyone knows the first day in a higher category you will always have a little bit of pain in your neck or shoulders i think that's very normal and after that your body gets used to it and 
And for you, you're coming from karting, which is a totally different feeling, I suppose. Definitely for, I guess, back and neck muscles. I'm, I'm actually not sure, but that's why I'm asking. Probably the underarms that are completely yeah, well, stressed well, out. Well, for me, I think Formula, Formula 4 is, is less... I need more physique to be uh, physique ready for karting than, yeah. uh, than Formula, for 4. Formula 4. Yeah. yeah, much more, I think, for me. Yes, um, uh, in a car you're like you're stuck only your neck you can yeah. move and your arms and um, maybe your arms is a bit more you have to be a bit more uh, stronger yeah, yeah. with formula cars but especially with your neck and back and everything you have to be much stronger in karting I think okay because you have the ability to move around yeah more. move around yeah. much more yeah Ooh, Karting yeah. is underestimated. That's yeah, sure. it's yeah. I, I suppose as, it is, yeah. especially with the higher classes, and if yeah, you have a lot indeed. of grip, it's it's. In, yeah, I suppose the really karting I'm doing is not actually the same as what. <laughs> no, <you're doing. laughs> a bit different. Yeah, there's there's just no Could comparison. Just yeah. for the people listening as well, what's the main difference between karting professionally and karting like everyone can do in a weekend? Some. I guess the um, speed at which you go. The, 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 the speed, what? of course, and it, it's so much more professional. It, if you yeah. see with what trucks and everything they are coming, it's incredible and the setup uh, like, work, uh, the setups, engine testing, yeah, material, yeah. everything has to be perfect to go okay. because everything like you are with. Sometimes you have like 70, 80 drivers and everybody. On one track. No, not on yeah. one track. <laughs> no, but like what? 70, 80 drivers in one class yeah, and they one. drive again all against each other to come in the final. So I think. You have to be real. Everything has to be perfect to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything needs to be just fine, just correct to just get that first position. And yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, has yeah. to really be perfect and. So the competition is really, really strong, and and every small change can actually make a big difference yeah. in the oh, end. Yeah, a big okay. difference. Because sometimes if you're like first and um, you go like uh, one and a half tenth slower, you are thirtieth or something. It's it's so close. Yeah. Because in karting a lot of it is standardized as well. Everyone no. has a sem. That's no. the thing. Karting is completely open. It's more like everyone. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. That's that's why there's so much. There, there. Some people spend so much on karting. That's what I think Daniel, Daniel said Daniel told us that, when yeah. we talked about the uh, what is it the competition for MP Motorsport yeah. that karting is actually becoming so expensive that it's to get really good in it or to have good results in it you need to spend a lot of money or a lot of time or both. Probably both. Yeah, Probably both. both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, la last year I drove, I think um, I was 35 weeks away from home. Just keep driving, driving, driving everywhere. Mm -hmm. I had 30 races, so it kept going. So how do you manage this with school then? Uh, I have online school, so yeah. that's okay. pretty easy. You can do it everywhere. Yeah, okay, that's very nice. Do you still go to school? or? No, so I, I finished my... Uh, what was it high school yeah yeah then i wanted to do uh, it's one class below university it's hbo yeah. in the netherlands the thing is there it wasn't actually the level that was hard but you just had to be there for all the projects yeah, 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 yeah. which wasn't very easy <laughs> so that only took three months for yeah. me to well i had to quit because it was a bit of a choice racing yeah the combination was not possible so i i chose to go racing and whenever i stop racing i can still go to university of course or whatever mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're actually full-time racing now, then? Yeah, actually, yes. It's, it's pretty weird to say, but yes. Yeah, but that's pretty cool, actually, because, yeah, I mean... And how is the school for you now? Because now it's, it's for a lot of people, different, because a lot of people are following school online now. You've done it for longer. Yeah. Is it different for you now, or is it just the same? No, it's just exactly the same. Now I have more time to do it, so, because we, we have to stay at home, but normally, yeah. I'm I already have it like more than one year, so it's just normal so to me. You're, you're missing right now is just the racing. Yeah, yeah that's the only thing Everything I miss. Everything else is completely normal, but yeah, that's I the think one thing yeah, maybe sometimes with friends you can't sure. see friends or someone, yeah. but for the rest it's all like the same for me. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty weird perspective, actually, because for us everything changed. So yeah, but for you it I stays guess. the same. Actually. Yeah. yeah, except the racing the part, racing, and, yeah. which is maybe the best part of all of this, <laughs> which you're now missing. But then otherwise, nothing much really changes. No, that's really cool. Let's talk about uh, FP Motorsport. Um, it's a it's a Dutch team. You both you guys are both Dutch. Is it important for you that it is a Dutch team? Is it is it good for you? Is it do you find it um, 
fun to be around people that also talk Dutch, your team manager, team principal, the engineers maybe. Uh, how important is it for you? It, it, it isn't very important because I think everyone speaks English, mm -hmm. at, especially F3, F4. I mean, I think they're more foreign mechanics than actually Dutch mechanics. Okay. So it doesn't really change much, okay. to be honest. For example, a Spanish team, I can imagine it's handy if you speak Spanish because there are a lot of Spanish mechanics that really want to speak Spanish, for yeah. example. And the Dutch mechanics actually don't really mind speaking English. That's, that's a bit of a culture difference there. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, of course, it's nice to be at the workshop only two hours from home. Yeah. I mean, it could also be two hours by plane, which at the moment is very difficult. So it's, uh, especially in these moments, it's, it's good to have the workshop in your own country. So you're much more at the workshop these days than you would be normally, or? Is well, it, I mean, traveling wasn't really a limitation to okay. not go to a workshop, of course, but it's just so much better to just go here for one day and then you can still sleep at your same yeah. mm -hmm. home. And is there a difference? Because you've been driving for HWA, for example. Is there a big difference between MP Motorsport and HWA or is that about the same? I think it's funny that you always see back the, the, the culture, whether it's a Spanish team or an Italian team, a Dutch team or a German team, there's always this culture difference mm -hmm. that, that probably stands out above everything else. Okay. So yeah, there are some big differences, of course. But it's it's probably like in work, work ethics and stuff like that, that the biggest changes. Yeah, work. just a way of working. Yeah. Okay. Um, we went ahead and we texted one of your mothers <laughs> and she sent us that um, the person I'm talking with, so it's one of you two, uh, started carding at around three years and nine months old. Oh, who? I already know who that is. You know where this is going. And is it correct that the, the person I'm talking about didn't even, what was still wearing like diapers? diapers. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, explain me how. Even in F4, I think he still does. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was the one who was peeing in his yeah. fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you still remember carting that young? Well, a few things I remember. Mm -hmm. It was like a school where I was going, like a carting school. and where did, you, where did you do it actually? Lelystad. Lelystad, okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I started there and um, I can remember a few things about the lessons, what we did and everything. Of course, not a lot because it was yeah, it's such a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, I was I know I was incredibly young um, and I was also like, the, I think I did a few lessons with a really slow cart and then after I directly moved to a faster cart and I know my dad was really scared for it, but <laughs> yeah, I was, I was nice. And yeah. Was it because of your, your dad or your mom or somebody in your family that you started karting so young? Uh, well, uh, it was because um, my dad was always scared to, to go flying. Mm -hmm. yeah, he still is a little bit, but he was before much more. And he did like, uh, uh, from KLM, uh, there was like a thing to get, uh, to be in the cockpit and everything to, to see and to get less scared. And the pilot from there, his son was also driving karts and they got friends. So, uh, they uh, invited me once to go to the karting track while well, I was also three months, uh, uh, wow. three years and nine months. And then I did a kart from the, for the first time. And uh, after that, I just kept driving. You never stopped karting? No, I never, never stopped. stopped yeah. Two times a week, always. Wednesday, yeah. uh, Saturday, always. Since that day? Exactly. Since that, yeah, since wow. then, I always... Uh, and it was your choice and like, I want to do it? It was my choice, yeah. Wow, my dad never said that I had to go. That's sick. It's my... Uh, As a three-year-old saying, I want to be in that kart. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. Not be. even going to school, but you're already in a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't bad. think my mother would allow that, to be honest. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> think mine would day. either. I, I mean, I, I wasn't even allowed to do soccer until I was 18 because it was too dangerous because I could get hurt. Okay. So yeah, imagine me being in a car at three year old. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's never gonna happen. I'm yeah. 25. My mom still doesn't like it when I'm going <laughs> in a car. <laughs> so oh, you're three years. So yeah, I mean, yeah. that's really impressive. That's yeah. I don't. I like you hear from a lot of like professional drivers that they start really young but like three years and nine months that has to be a record yeah yeah it was no. really young i think max verstappen also started when he was three or four years old yeah, so yeah. he was also really young yeah but you say then uh you started this young and your parents were kind of scared your dad was scared you were going to do a faster car 
but the cars only get faster and faster. Do your parents get used to it, or is well, this, uh, my mom never car? looks to a start from a race. Yeah, yeah, Cutting, she never looked or something. She's always scared <laughs> for that. So, <laughs> so yeah, of course they're scared. My dad is not really scared, but he saw me driving. Um, uh, yesterday at four for the first time, mm-hmm. and he says, "Oh, the, I thought it was not going that fast, but it's going pretty fast." So yeah. they are always a little bit scared, of course, but they also got used to it because I'm always going uh, like really Faster. fast, going yeah. fa- <laughs> higher classes every yeah, yeah. every time. So, right. How about your parents? Do they still come to every race, or yeah, they, they try to be they try to be there every race, especially mm-hmm. my dad really likes to be at the races. Uh, already since karting, we did it more as a hobby, and then mm. it kind of escalated to Formula Four. Then, what, what I'm doing now? Yeah. Uh, so uh, at one point, he was in a kart, and then all of a sudden, he was in a Formula oh, Four kart. Because it, it was never really the, the, my plan to go into Formula cars yeah. at all. But I won the German Championship as in karting Junior Championship, and there was like an F4 test, simulated test. And uh, of course, after that, it went well, and then everything started rolling but it was never actually the intention to go into professional motorsports it's actually kind of funny but like, uh, yeah, yeah now no we're here <laughs> now we're here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly but how how do you experience that as, at a very young age right so you're three but then like you're, you're eight years old you're you're actually in school is that something that everyone was talking about oh that's that's a race car driver the karting driver is that something well, that really shaped you or? well of course, uh, in the beginning, when when I started, was always like, oh yeah, that's the cutting kit. But um, I think everybody also got used to it. My friends and everything. That okay. I was a lot like always away from school. So first it was all new, but after I think everybody got used to it. Yeah. And now also my friends know when I'm away, I'm cutting or driving Formula Four. Is it difficult to combine school friends with? Oh, well, mostly then friendships. With them being away a lot, or, or do they oh, not try re- to follow you a lot? Yeah, they they for them it's all okay. They they are not like oh why are again like away so yeah, yeah. it's not a not a big problem for me. And for you? Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, everyone understands the the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We get so it's it's normal that we don't spend as much time with friends because we're pretty much not there the most your, of the time. Are your friends fan of you or of your competitors more? Well, of course they will, they want me to do well, but they, they sometimes they cannot understand that it's like on television or anything. Yeah, and they, yeah. they think it's very weird. I also you. think that's very weird to see yourself on. Yeah, television. yeah, <laughs> yeah I so, especially yeah. especially uh, racing games. I think that's one of the things. As a little kid, you always played Formula One games. Yeah, like Formula One 2010 or something. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's always been kind of your goal to be on that game once. Right. And it's yeah. like, okay, hopefully they're going have three next year or something, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. that's going to be... Would, would you, do you think you'd ever get used to being on television? And I, I guess everything, at some point you get used to, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, at the moment we're not like superstars, I mean, yeah. it's not like we're there. Not yet. Huh? Not yet, of <laughs> course. <laughs> do you ever get recognized? No. no. More like maybe, maybe at like a car. No, I mean, uh, just like around your own hometown yeah. just i mean yeah. people you don't really know but, but they, they know, know you and then yeah, they know you and you know that you live there that you're a racer but not really bef- because yeah. of racing right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay okay yeah. um you said that your oh what is it uh your mother doesn't like watching your starts it was you sorry yeah i think uh, it's for both actually yeah, I, yeah. I, I think mothers are really protective i mean if you, if you what if you looked at uh drive to survive any mom there alex any mom. alex's mom yeah. was like ah! um, so yeah i mean but for you, what is the most exciting part of a race weekend? Is it the building up to, like, is it like the, the warm-up lap, the formation lap, or is it the start, is it the first lap, the first corner, the second, uh, the last lap? What's the most exciting part of, of the race weekend for you both? Quali lap, Quali. Uh, second outing, second new set of tires, and then you need to put everything together in Like, like one, one lap. lap you have to do the best you ever did? And then the car is at its fastest, so that's... Is it for you the same qualifying lap? Uh, no, uh, for me it's more with cutting it's different with Formula cars. Like F3, you only got a, like one lap or two laps to do a, like a good qualifying lapping with cutting you have a bit more. Mm. But I think for me it's also especially the car, uh, the the start and also the first lap. It's also, li- also a lot of times a bit chaotic, mm. but 
I think that those are the two main things for me. Yeah, in Formula 3 there's a, quite a big grid right now. Uh, yes. Uh, how do you feel like having your start in Formula 3? Like when you're at the line and you need to go, what do you think about it? There's so many people around me or do you just look at the corner and drive? I think no one really pays attention to how many Okay. Uh, probably some of them, but I don't really pay attention to how many cars there are on the grid. Because mm -hmm. you just have to focus on the red lights, especially then. And just make sure you don't stall, of course. Yeah. That's the only thing with 30 cars. If you stall, then you know there are a lot more cars. Behind you to hit you. If you do it well, then there are a lot more cars behind you, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah. Did well, that ever happen to you? Stall? On a start? Not yet? No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. no. I think that's, that has to be like a really stressful moment. That you stall, everybody's going past you, you need to get the car starting again. I think that's one of the, I mean, when it goes well, it's one of the best things you can have in racing. The, just a reaction at the start, mm -hmm. and when you just pass someone like one centimeter or something, okay. at like 120 kilometers an hour, yeah, just yeah, after yeah, wheel yeah. spin. And An overtake is actually one of the better feelings to have. Especially like a very far dive bomb, and you just know it's gonna it's it's gonna work because they don't really have another option than just mm -hmm. let you by. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. So you do have to be more aggressive while while driving. The higher up you go, or, or no, I don't really think you have to be more aggressive. May probably have to be a little bit more sensible because you have so much more elements for mm -hmm. downforce, DRS, yeah. uh, tire management. Yeah. Yeah was also a question I had, like going up the ranks, you're in Formula 3 now, you're coming from Formula 4, it's been a while, but in Formula 4 you have a lot less setup to do in the car and the communication with the engineer is, I suppose, a bit easier. Going to Formula 3 you have more parts that can move and get um, fine-tuned. How do you get to that uh, uh, part where you need to start communicating more with your engineer or, or do you not have that feeling? Um, well, of course you need to communicate well with your engineer, mm -hmm. um, much more than in F4 of course, but also F3 is not an open category, so there are no yeah, exactly. development parts or whatever. It's not like go-karting for mm -hmm. example, where you spend much more time fine-tuning all the parts than in F3. But of course you need to make a step forward with your knowledge about car dynamics, about yeah all sorts of stuff. So for you, because it's actually less communication with your engineer because things are easier to set up or how do you feel this? Yeah, we don't have a lot of communication with uh, with my engineer while I'm driving. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and also, I think um, we have also less to change on the car. So, but for, for, of course, when we don't know a track really good, and always, we always look at the data, we've made small mistakes yeah, or anything. Yeah. We always try to get the maximum out of it. We look videos on board and everything. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, then maybe just another question about, uh, you're starting Formula 4. I see Formula 4 cars standing over there. I suppose it's Formula 4. Is your car between them? Yeah, one of my cars. Which one is yours? It's one there with the back. Uh, Ah, uh, the one that we're working on. So it's your car that made all the noise. <laughs> yeah, it was mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the best part is I raced that car when I was doing F4. Really? Right. So it's the same, oh, same car. Yeah. So, so is it a, is it? It's a, a very fast car, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. you don't get the championship with this car. You know, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so that's a good no pressure. Yeah. Yeah, you became second or third in that one. So yes. Do you name your car? No, 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 no we don't go that far. No, no. <laughs> we're not <laughs> fat all. Like, yes. <laughs> Do you have like kind of uh, small rituals or um, superstitions before racing, like maybe touching the roof or yeah. touching a door? Eating a certain food, yeah, yeah. Yeah. eating a certain food. Is that something you do, or is that making making sure the seat belts are well strapped? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for me, they always have to be like perfect. One can't be a bit less loose okay, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. i you hate really it i can't yourself. drive like well with that yeah yeah okay. and also most of the time a lot of time like before i, I race or something i drive uh, i drink one red bull to get some uh, energy yeah okay and that always has to happen not always but sometimes i feel if you have to wait a long time you feel a bit like uh, yeah, yeah starting to fall asleep a bit sleepy so yeah, i always yeah. uh, most of the time then drink a red bull nice all right right so 
event. Normally this year you, you're driving with Verskort, who won in Macau. Is that something that you're looking up to? Like, oh shit, I need to do better than him now? Because no, because I, I mean, I know Richard already since a long time, since okay. go-karting, so it was actually very nice for him to win Macau at yeah, that point. Course. But it doesn't really change my perspective about no. Richard at all, because it's been such a long time since I know him. Yeah. So you, you actually drove against him then in karting times I think well. we were just in a little bit different category. I don't really right. think we just... You didn't compete against each other? I think we just didn't, no. Yeah, okay. But that's not something that, that you're scared of, that he might become like more focused because he's he won the no, prestigious prize. No, I have enough confidence in MP that that doesn't happen. That doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, okay. exactly, it's not yeah. so, that's something you hear a lot in Formula 1, but maybe that doesn't really happen in the... No, but I think we have a very fair... Like yeah. We are yeah. very exactly. That's something Daniel also said. Like yeah. everybody always needs to get the same fair chance everywhere. Um, I had another question as well. Like you said, you, you you've known Richard for a while. You're now in the same team. How much do you see each other, and how much do you two see each other? As in not being in the same category as, as a teammate, I suppose you see each other a bit more. I hadn't seen him for probably three years, so that's. Uh... But yeah, I mean now in in a normal situation, how much do you see your teammate? Is it only on race days uh. or? Probably, maybe yeah, sim okay. days, um, preparation days, probably. Mm -hmm. But yeah. apart from that, no. Not and then more. you two together, you barely see each other. Then being no, it's F4 and F3, so it's, we never really race at the same no. time. Yeah, okay. You only see each other like glancing and, and, and at events. Yeah. And podcasts, of course. Podcasts, of course. What else are you to do with, with coronavirus yeah. right now? So. Yeah. All this free time. Exactly. Huh? Yeah, it could be racing now. No, yeah. No, okay. I wanted to ask you something because you told me before the podcast, you said in an interview um, that you wanted to be a footballer if you weren't doing any racing, but it was wrong. Yeah, the, it was uh, probably a wrong quote. At least I, I don't know if the question was like that, but I understood it wrong. So what, it, the question was actually, what other sports okay. would you do if you were not racing? So I said football, mm -hmm. but of course I very well know, uh, you know, football is also difficult to get into. So professional football player is quite a statement, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess. So let me ask, ask the, the, the question that I think the, that maybe wanted to know is what profession or what, would, what, what did you want to be if you were not going to be a, a, a driver? Was it going to be totally, totally different or? Uh, it was probably still uh, the thing until before I started F4. So three years ago, it was probably studying right now to get yeah. into some kind of car business thing yeah. because I really yeah. like cars and I like business. So it's, it's probably the easiest way to, to go. Mm -hmm. And maybe the same question for you. You didn't, uh, they didn't misinterpret you, but what do you want? What did you want to be uh, before you were a driver? You were a driver from like two <laughs> years and nine months. But if you weren't driving formula cars, what did you, what do you want to be beside of that? Um, well, like what, what I also really like to watch is like the MotoGP or something. Yeah. That would also, would be nice for you me. You would drive would. a motor? What? You would drive a motorbike? Yeah, I would also like it, I think. Yeah, Probably. just, just to race, as long as you can race, race it's all fine. Race it's all fine, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, cool, cool. Um, if you could, you we, we now have the, the MP colors here. If you could design your own car, what would that look like? What kind of colors would you use? I'll start with you. Would it look like your helmet more or? Well, no, I think I really love these colors, especially for a car. It yeah, really yeah. stands out also the, yeah, the orange. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows it's, it's you. So I think I wouldn't do a, like a lot of difference. All right. I like fluid yellow a lot because it's also on my helmet. But yeah. I think the combination with orange, fluid yellow, and a little bit of blue is probably my yeah. favorite combination. All right, cool. There's, I don't know if the camera can see it. There's a car behind you. It's the Mercedes. 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 Oh, yeah, that's the one. It's the tank. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's an endurance racing car. Would you like to try endurance racing, or is a 30 minute race enough for you? I think it's it's a completely different take on racing because yeah, yeah. you probably don't have to be on the limit or you have to be at the limit, but close to the limit, but not over the limit. That's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think, for example, a 24 hour race would be very interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the only thing is when you have to share your car, that's something I still do not really understand or like 
guess, is that you need to change the seat all the time yeah. between drivers, but the one is like 20 centimeters taller than you, and it's probably a bit of awkward positioning in the car. I also spoke to Daniel about this because he did some GT race and he also complained about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think about like yeah. the, the seat changing that would Amazing. be something. So yeah. you said you would do MotoGP if you couldn't do Formula driving. What would you do? You, you, for some reason you can't do anything Formula related. What kind of racing would you do instead? Ah, MotoGP for sure. MotoGP, MotoGP as well, yeah? yeah. Well, actually, before I went go karting, I was already on a motocross bike. Yeah. I was three and I was on a motocross bike. Okay, yeah. So it was. But my mother didn't allow me to go motocrossing, so I guess that's something. And then you just stepped into a cart and you started. Karting. Yeah, I was five when I was, when I was the, for the first time in a go kart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three on a motorbike. I think that's that's <laughs> about as insane, actually. Yeah, as yeah. a three and a half. I understand why that would not be condemned. Safe. My father so was safe. definitely more of a MotoGP fan than a right. Formula One fan. Yeah. So I did that change now? No, it's probably still the same. Still the same. Until, so you, until you get into Formula 1. Until then. I get into Formula 1, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. completely different. Exactly. I mean, Hamilton still talks about, oh, I, I want to be I want to be in MotoGP as well. Yeah, but he has a lot of friends in MotoGP as well. He, dri- he drove uh, the MotoGP Yeah, he, he Yeah, Valencia. He yeah. drove in Valencia. Yeah. And Rossi uh, drove on the F1 on the, car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think right. the step from a motorbike to a Formula car is a bit easier than from a Formula car to a motorbike. Yeah, I'm not sure starting in a Formula One car, like just well, getting away. But it's, it's easy because you have four wheels, so it's like yeah. you don't yeah, okay. you fall don't, over. You don't yeah. fall over, but the moment you hit the gas too much, you you, yeah, but turn you spin, so you don't you don't hit your face on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you spin a motorbike, you're you're yeah. halfway across. Even the if you get understeer in a Formula car, nothing really happens. If you get understeer on a motorbike, you. Well, you're on your you're on your ass, but you're just you're you're protected. But you're right? still you're going. Just, well, I mean, you're not protected. I think it's still you not nice. To hit, no, definitely hit not. The but floor. I don't think it's nice to hit the, to have a Formula car in the wall or something, right? I mean, I think I there's think dangerous. Well, it's nice to have yourself in the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without a bike. I think I think there's there's definitely dangers in both. Them, but yeah, yeah. yeah, as you say, if you fall on a on a bike, yeah, you're on your face, and that's. Is that is that something? Because you say danger, is that something you you ever? Stop and think about about the danger. I don't think you can. You're, you're getting into that's something you just have to. I never out. think about it. I don't. No. I'm yeah. not really think about oh this. It's dangerous what I'm doing. Never. Yeah. I never did. You don't. For me, it actually feels safe, especially if you compare it to karting. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Safe. Because yeah. you you have that confidence in yourself and in the car that you know like all right whatever. But you also don't really think about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. If you start thinking about it, you're gonna. I mean, yeah, I, I think even slow. driving on a motorway can be more dangerous than on a track. Yeah. If you see the other drivers driving like that, it's probably yeah. more dangerous. Because I think when you're on a track, you're, you have all the other drivers. There's maybe like a respect among drivers that you, well, not respect, but I mean, you're you're all in the same boat, essentially. So on a motorway, people are maybe talking about well, on my phone or doing something else and when you're driving a track you have more respect for the other, other guy in the other car than you would have in on the motorway or not well that's <laughs> probably a bit of a hard one but uh, for them co- personally maybe not but i suppose joe schmo on the other side of in the other car might just not be thinking about you driving there yeah. while on track if you see someone pass, you know, like, yeah, I'm and not it's gonna... competitive. Yeah, it's not like a motorway way. Yeah, 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 it's not so like on a motorway someone overtakes you. And it's not you, you still have to think about your driving well, license. Yeah. There, there is people who still try and do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I suppose you're not gonna just randomly cut somebody off on track because he might overtake you. You you can't because you know it's death mm. for you both. Well, not randomly, but you try to cut off. Yeah, yeah obviously you like you try to keep him from overtaking you. But once he's he's somewhere in a position where he can. You, can't really stop it anymore. Like you said, when you do a crazy dive bomb, at t- until the point where he can't stop you anymore, then there's well, it has to be a sensible dive bomb. Yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously. <laughs> dive exactly. bomb is just that's a word I use for a very late, like. No, no, exactly. And that's, that's what I mean. It needs to be sensible. And you're thinking about is this a sensible thing to do while on the speedway? Sometimes people just 
don't stop to think about is this a sensible thing to do? No, I definitely don't dive bomb on the motorway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get this excess dive bomb, let's go. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but uh, I'm not talking about you personally, obviously. But I, I no. know I know people who, well, I don't know personally, but I've seen people in the news, obviously, that have driven what, what would be uh, 250 or 280 on a, on a, on a motorway in, in Belgium where the road is definitely not made to do this. And no, especially because Germany is so close, so what's the point of doing it in Belgium? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and there the road is at, at least... People are used to it because in Germany on the motorway they don't expect it, but still they know it... It can happen. can yeah. happen. Yeah, they're, they're sort of ready for it and if you they see you coming they know... But like also, the, the, I mean, so if, if you compare um, like normal street driving to a actual racetrack yeah then you realize that the runoff area is not taken care of at all like in a like normal street there's probably like a, a light somewhere or yeah. a house or a car, yeah yeah, else, yeah, yeah. So there's, there is it's, no it's not like if you go over the limit and it's oh it's gonna be you know gravel it's gonna be fine. yeah i know so, so it's not actually hard to make that click from i'm in a road car right now and for me it wasn't yeah No, but yeah, safety on the road is super important, yeah. and anywhere on track or on the. Yeah, I think some some people underestimate what can really happen if you push too much in a road car. Yeah. So it's 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 really not the place to really push. Yeah, I I, th I think the technology in cars has given us a false sense of security of what we can do with a car, I suppose. But yeah. But everyone can go on a in a in a straight line and just press yeah. the throttle. I mean, that's easy for everyone to do. But one, I mean corners are different and yeah. they can hurt if you do it wrong so that's you always need to be a little bit more sensible with that mm -hmm. maybe a closing up question um nb motorsport obviously doesn't drive in formula one but is there a team in formula one that either of you would like to drive for uh, all of them really i don't really uh <laughs> really <laughs> as long as i can get in a formula one yeah. car it's fine yeah exactly <laughs> no, i don't really think there's one there's not one team that you're like all right if I ever good, could get the chance to drive for a, for example, no. I would do it. No. Maybe Ferrari because yeah. it's such an old team. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Ferrari is the most heritage, prestigious yeah. team there, there can be, right? Yeah. Maybe they're not winning right now, but it's still like the theme to, to look at, I suppose. Yeah. Do you have any team you would like to drive for? Well, not really, yeah. Of course, you got the team what you like or something, but I don't really have a team where I would only really want to drive. I think every opportunity to even Test the F1 car is yeah, a yeah. big opportunity. So exactly. Yeah. You had a dilemma. With, uh, yes. All right. I think we can close. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, close with the dilemma. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, very right. Good one. You get to drive not this year, next year into Formula One, but you can only do it for one year, and after that you can never ever drive Formula One. Would you do it? Yes. Yes. Just for I one told year. Told you they were gonna say yes. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. Course. I would, but you could still get there the normal way as well. Right. I think that's oh, oh, no, then, 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 then no? the normal way, I guess. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you can choose, or you do it the normal, the hard way, as in you do all the stuff, get the super license, get to Formula One, uh, or you can be sure this year, next year, Formula One, one year, and you might even have a chance to win. I would do that, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I think I would do that, because of course you also got like so many more. Uh, things, of course, my main goal is F1, yeah. but there's also IndyCar and so many more things to do. Yeah, obviously for you as a 17-year-old winning a Formula 1 championship would be, yeah, legendary. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I would, I would break a world record, so I yeah, think yeah. if you that would... You get into any team in yeah. any race. Yeah, 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 if, so, if yeah, you yeah. can get, yeah, that's so, I think I would do that. But you would try your luck getting through the entire thing and just driving Formula 1 for a longer time. Yeah. Because yeah. I think not because you can be incredibly good, but I think to get in F1, it's not only being really good, it's yeah, being it's everything's having everything a place in the F1, yeah. being like one one place to in like a team, also money, everything is like so incredibly important. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, we can uh, close that. Close that. Yeah. Thank you right. both. Thank you very much. Thank you for being nice. here. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I, I, I learned a lot of stuff. Yeah. This is super interesting. Yep. Especially how I can never be from a yeah. Yeah, yeah. driver <laughs> ever. <laughs> You're already too old as well. Uh, yeah, we needed to start at like three, yeah. three yeah. years old. But that's not going to happen anymore. I need so. to go back in time. Yeah, we need to go back in time. That's a good idea. That's the only option we have. We need to go back in time and 
teach ourselves when we're training. <laughs> drive yeah. the cars. Every week. Change your diapers. Two, two times every week from when you were three years old? Uh, yeah, from when um, I was little and then after I did like four times a week, so... Okay. That's you can go like karting once, once a, a month. month. Once <laughs> a month, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Um, All right. Thank so you very much. Thank you as well. Thank you, it was yeah. nice. So. Very nice. And we, we maybe see you uh, next podcast. Later we'll on. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Alright. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.